Hey, welcome to the Hello Mornings podcast, where our goal is to inspire and equip you to build a grace-filled, life-giving morning routine. My name is Kat Lee, and today our guest is Heidi St. John. Now, she's a mom of seven, but whether or not you have kids, you're going to find a ton of value in today's show. She's going to share her morning routine and how it's changed through the different seasons of her life, which is so crucial to keeping a morning routine, to recognize that the seasons are going to come and they're going to change, and we need to learn to move and adapt with those. She's going to offer encouragement and really great advice for spending time with God when you have multiple kids in the little years. Now, if you don't have kids, she also shares some great advice on how to pray uh, out loud when your mind starts to wander. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Definitely happened to me early in the morning, sleepy, I'm under my blanket in my office, quote unquote, praying, mind starts to wander, not off. Taking the time to stop and pray out loud when that starts happening is the perfect way to get back on track. She's also going to share some scripture writing tips. This is one of my favorite things to write scripture, and she has a great resource for you. So let's go ahead and jump into our chat today with Heidi St. John. Heidi, welcome to the Hello Mornings podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Thanks. You know, I would love for you to give a little bit of an introduction of who you are to the listeners. So my name is Heidi. (laughs) I'm Heidi St. John. I've been married to my husband for almost, it'll be in just about a couple days, 28 years. We'll be celebrating our 28th anniversary. We have seven children. They range in age from six to 26. So, uh, and I, and I run a blog called the busy mom. I've been blogging for about 15 years. So yeah, busy house. Well, in that very brief intro automatically, I think a lot of people are probably listening and thinking, wow, I can obviously learn a lot from this woman. One, she's been married almost 28 years. Two, she has seven kids and has been through the teenage years and simultaneously in the toddler years. (laughs) And three, she's been blogging for 15 years. That's, that's a lot. And you've written books as well. Yeah. And you podcast. Yes. That, yeah. It's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm feeling, all all of a sudden I feel very tired. (laughs) Your name is very, very appropriate. Um, Okay. So I want to hear about your morning. What, what, what does your morning look like? So you have, you have a lot going on. Yes. You get up, uh, the, the, do you set an alarm? Tell us a little bit about what your, your morning looks like when you get up. So right now, um, I'm in the middle of a book launch season. And so I've, I have just learned a long time ago, I have to be really intentional based on the season of life that I'm in. So what I'm doing now is different than what I did when I had newborns, but mornings have always been really important to me. And, um, right now I do set an alarm because I'm actually not a morning person. (laughs) I am not a morning person by nature. I have just learned how important morning is. And so for me, it's more like, I actually don't like getting the getting up process, but I love being up. It makes me feel like I've, I've got a, like I've already like hit some sort of a victorious moment, you know, just by, you know, just by doing it, you know, I'm doing this thing, I'm getting up. And so, um, I have to set an alarm because if I don't, I'll sleep till noon. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the gospel truth. Um, and then the first thing I do is, um, open my Bible because, uh, or actually it's on my phone right now. I love you version, the Mm -hmm. U version app. And if I don't do that, then, um, then my natural instinct to work sort of takes over. And so that's kind of the first two things I do is a sudden alarm before I go to bed. Um, and then I'm up and I'm in, I'm in the Bible so that I can, so I can plan my day. So does your phone ever distract you? The U version thing is handy, but sometimes I'm like, oh, U version, 
And I have a notification that I just got an email. I'm just going to check it really quick. And then it ends up being this downward spiral. Do you encounter that? How do you battle yes. that? No, I totally encounter it. And the way that I have, well, sometimes uh, it depends on if I've downloaded or not. If I can put my phone in airplane mode, then I will. That has helped me a lot. And I am very easily distracted. And that's the truth. So for me, I do a scripture writing challenge with the women at my blog every day. So I I will open up an actual physical, my, my, you know, my, my Bible and I'll write out that scripture. It takes me about maybe five or 10 minutes. But if I'm distracted, here's the thing. I mean, I, I literally have to just, I battle with my flesh, right? I have to just go, I don't need to read that Instagram notification. I don't actually need to see that email. I don't need, uh, those things can wait. They can wait, you know, 10 minutes. And so it really is a self-discipline I know that sounds sort of dumb, but it is for me, it it just has to be a discipline. Otherwise, I'll, you know, I'm so, you know, squirrel. Right, right. <laughs> and, exactly. and I'll, and I'll be off and running. So I really have to just be like, that's part of my prayer is like, Lord, help me. I was praying this morning. This is so funny, Kat. I was praying this morning. And while I was praying, I have to pray out loud. If I don't pray out loud, then all kinds of other thoughts come into my yes. head and I can't even pray. It's mm-hmm. terrible. And I was praying and I all of a sudden while I was in my, because I was trying to be quiet because I could tell that my husband was having his quiet time too. So I'm trying to be quiet. And all of a sudden I I found myself thinking about something I had to do for the book launch or something. And, all, and I was, wasn't even praying anymore. I was in my head. I was coming up with this mental list. And so finally out loud, I was like, Lord, I'm really sorry. I'm going to go to another room and talk to you out loud. <laughs> <laughs> And I think moms can relate to that, right? Because mm-hmm. we have so many things, so many things on our plate on any given day. And so it's a discipline. And sometimes you just have to say out loud, this is a problem, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and get back to it. You know, I've I've heard of, I can't remember who, I would throw out a name, but I could be wrong. Uh, someone that I interviewed before, I think she says she keeps a little notebook beside her during her quiet time so that mm. all the little things that pop into her head, she just jots it down so she can go back to it later. I don't know why I've not implemented this. I think of these things while I'm talking to people, you know, for an interview. And then when it comes to my actual life, I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm getting so distracted. <laughs> so I need to, I need to grab a notebook and put it right here by my desk. But I think that's such a great idea because then you could acknowledge that yes, there are random things popping into your head and mm-hmm. you can write it down so you don't forget it, but you're not getting too sidetracked. Um, yeah. I love the scripture writing thing. I, that, that is what I, I do actually. And it is perfect for me because it makes me slow way, 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 way yes. down because my handwriting is so bad. I need to write very slowly for it to be neat. Yeah. And so I'm just really thinking about the scripture and I don't, it's just very, um, I, you know, I want to use the word meditative. I know that sounds a little new agey or whatever, but it it mm-hmm. it just really it's helps typical. me focus. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I love that. So if people wanted to jump in on what you're doing with the scripture writing challenges, uh, can you tell us where they would find that on your site? Yeah. Yep. You can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing and scripture writing challenges are, are free. They have, um, you have to subscribe to the blog to get them, but they also come with copy works. Your children can do it with you. So there's, um, free downloadable copy work so they can practice their handwriting and learn God's word, um, at the same time. And then there's a principle. We actually have so many people, we have a lot of, um, uh, seeing, uh, sight impaired vision. 
uh, issues going on apparently with um, my followers. So we've come up with a whole bunch of different versions of the scripture writing. Some of them are black and white. Some of them don't have graphics. Hmm. Um, and then the other ones are really beautiful and full of color. And you can, you know, it, something that you'd love to put on your mirror in the bathroom so you don't forget or take it with you or whatever. Um, but yeah, I try to get the whole family involved. And that's why I did the copy work uh, challenge because I wanted my kids to be in the Bible with me. And I wanted them to, I wanted them to multitask. (laughs) (laughs) So it's lined paper and all that's available. It comes, uh, it'll come to your inbox on the first of the month or probably a few days before the first of the month. So you can get a jump start on it. But then every day is a different scripture and they're not very long. I started out doing really long passages and I realized um, it was sort of a self-defeating thing because I didn't finish. Right, right. And so yeah, I went right. to a shorter, I've, I've gone to shorter passages and then um, I release a devotional that comes out with them that sort of explains why I chose those particular um, verses. So like for the month of, of September, I'm doing 30 days of becoming, um, kind of along the theme of becoming mom strong, which is the, the book that's releasing. So it's 30 days, like we're becoming wise, we're becoming free, uh, we're becoming forgivers. What does that mean? What does God say about that? So it's very purposeful, um, but it's also very doable. I love that. So you wake up and you dive into scripture first thing. You talked about praying. Is that something that you do like systematically? Are there certain things that you pray for every day? Is there a certain time or way you said you you like to pray out loud? What what, mm-hmm. what goes into your prayer time? Um, the first thing I do is pray for my children. Um, you know, we, we have um, seven children and one of our daughters is married. And so now I have grandchildren as well. Three of our children are grown and gone. Um, and every day I bring those those kids before the Lord. Um, I ask the Lord just to to draw them to himself, you know, to that the Holy Spirit would convict them of sin in their lives, um, particularly because um, so much you know junk on the Internet. You know, it's one of the things that really is at the forefront of my mind all the time with my kids because I realize I can't protect them. Um, there's so many things that, you know, come to a mother's heart. Um, but I have made it a habit of praying for my children. Um, and then I, I am praying also for my marriage. You know, usually I'm praying for relationships in my house. I am a current events junkie, so I'm always praying about what's going on in the world. Um, and I, I like to spend time praying with my husband if I can. Um, praying out loud with him and just hearing his heart really just, pr- I know, you know, things that he is working on or, or, um, because we work together full time. So there's a lot of things that, um, that we pray about with regard to our ministry. And then I, I will lay my day out before the Lord and I'll just tell him, Lord, I have so much on my plate. Please show me what am I supposed to do? What are the things that have to get done today? And what are the things I can push over to tomorrow? Because what I'm realizing is that I can very easily fall in, I get frustrated. And then I'm crabby and then I'm yelling at my kids. And more often than not, it's because I'm not, I haven't asked the Lord to help me prioritize the things in my day and they can get quickly out of order. And I think God's a God of order. And so I ask him to bring order to my day. My husband has a really interesting way of of praying that I so respect. He has had a list that he keeps on his phone for probably, I'd say 20 years. And he, if, if somebody, if he says he's going to pray for you, your name goes on that list and he legit, there's people he's been praying for, for 20 years. Um, and it's really, really been neat to see me watch his, his dedication, um, to that particular, he is, he's more of a systematic guy and I have like certain things I know I'm going to pray for every day. And then there are other, you know, some days when I'm just like, and Lord, this thing is happening, you know, and I find myself, you know, (laughs) in tears, (laughs) um, just because it's right there where he's more of a, um, 
yeah, he's, he's, he sticks to the same things, you know, um, every day. So it's cool to see God use it. You know, one thing I actually just learned yesterday is that you can, if you have an iPhone, you can add to a note from Siri. I don't, maybe everybody in the world knows this. I didn't know this. Uh, so I can just, you know, press the button and hold it down and say, add to like for, I was using it for tracking my, my food. So I could say add to food note, and then it brings up that note. And, you know, just, I think it's just to make sure that you're it's picking the right note. You click on it and then it asks what you want to add to it. And then you can add the thing. And so I was actually just yesterday thinking that's perfect for a prayer list because so often people will be like, oh, you know, we pray for this, we pray for that. And I can't stand saying yes without writing it down. But oh, it always feels inconvenient. Like, where do I write it? Where do I put it? But if I can just say, you know, pray for so-and-so, and I can put in the details later if I'm not at a place where I can mm-hmm. say the details, I thought that was super convenient. So I love that that's something that your husband does. And so for those listening, it's a handy way to add to your notes. Maybe there's a way on an Android as well. I, I don't know. But on an iPhone, you can add to any note from Siri. And it's not creating a new note. It's just adding to the one that you have. So you can call it prayer. And then you can just keep a running list. That's really cool. I did not know that. I'll make myself you know. a note. Now you know. <laughs> I'll make myself a note. Siri, you, add to. <laughs> you, um, okay, so one other thing that you talked about that I thought was interesting was you talked about seasons. So, mm-hmm. so often we think of our morning routine, it has, you know, especially when people are starting out, they think, okay, I need to be regimented about this and I can't, you know, mess it up or change or whatever. It's got to be the same because I hear stories occasionally about people who've had the same morning routine for 40 years. And, you know, realistically, seasons play such a huge part in that. What does your morning time look like in different seasons? And what are some of those seasons that have impacted your time? Well, for sure, the the season of having little ones, I think Um, when, you know, if you're, if you've got newborns in your house, I just think all bets are off. (laughs) Like, just forget it, you know, because you've been up all night long and and morning comes and it really is nighttime for you. And so I'm one of the things I wrote about in Becoming Mom Strong was telling moms to ask the Lord to give them a, a routine and a dream to match the season that they're in. And I think sometimes it's easy for us to look at another woman who's maybe farther along in her journey. Maybe she's older, her kids are older, and we're still stuck in the, in the peanut butter and jelly season. And this routine that we're trying to do to match this, this woman isn't working. And so we get discouraged. Well, that's the enemy, right? Because he always speaks in tones of condemnation. And God doesn't do that. God lifts us up and he encourages us. And I think when, for me, when my children were little, um, my morning routine was just very, um, I mean, you know, I had one goal in mind, um, get everybody dressed and don't die. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's just, that was just, you know, get through, get through the morning, get through, uh, make it to the afternoon, for, make it to nap time. And as my kids got older, I began to incorporate them into a little bit more of a, um, I wanted to do quiet time, but I realized because I had so many little children, I was never going to have quiet time by myself. Like I'm, I'm doing it now, but it's because, you know, three of my kids have moved out, you know, and I don't have a baby anymore. My youngest is uh, a second grader. So I think that, um, for moms who have little kids, especially, I think give yourself grace. The Lord knows the season that you're in and ask him to give you a routine that matches the season that you're in, because you can still make progress and God still has dreams and goals for you in the season that you're in, but you really need wisdom to know how to manage it and how to make progress toward those things. And so for me, I brought my children into my quiet time. I went down to, you know, the Goodwill and I, um, I found a children's Bible 
and in the morning when the kids were still in their pajamas, you know, we would sit on the couch and I'd have a nursing baby, you know, probably. And, uh, I'd give the kids, uh, the little, like the steno pads, um, that you get it, you know, the spiral notebooks you get at Walmart oh, yeah. for cents once a year, you know, I'm the girl that walks in and buys 800 of those when they get, <laughs> you're the reason for the limited number. I am. I'm that girl. I'm the girl who's like, you know what? I know that you said that the limit was 10, but I'm going to buy 80. And so I can go through this. I can, I'm I'm happy to go through this 10 times with you, or you can just ring me up for 80. (laughs) (laughs) And they know like Heidi comes in the door and like, Oh, she's back. But I gave um, my kids, they all get, they get notebooks for different things throughout the year. And one of them is um, our Bible reading. And so I'll read just a story in a children's Bible and say, Hey, we're gonna take a couple minutes. And I want you guys to write down what you think God's teaching you. What's he saying to you? And if they, if they're too little to write, they draw. And I have seen God do such beautiful things. And I have learned so much through just that simple practice of just um, being in the word with my kids. And so I think, you know, I think sometimes we overthink it and we think it has to be this big, you know, super, you know, elaborate morning routine. And it doesn't. I think God's just calling us to a place of he knows, he already knows, you know, what's going on in your life. And so if that's where you are, I'd say, boy, surrender. I think there's a huge gift to be found in surrendering to the season that you're in. And when your kids get older, um, like for me, my, my routine is different now because, um, my kids can get up on their own and I, I like to be by myself in the morning as much as I can. But for when my, when my children were little, when they were all little, we did everything together, even on my morning routine, because half the time I was up all night. So one morning I'd be up early and the next morning we wouldn't get up, we wouldn't be moving until nine, you know, or 10 or whatever. So I think it's just um, flowing with it and realizing that it's going to be okay. You I know, love that. I love that. Don't stretch yourself out. <laughs> you know, as as you were talking, it it made me think of a picture I saw recently. Uh, I was watching the U.S. Open. I don't know if you follow tennis at all, but my family likes tennis. And the girl who won the U.S. Open, her name is Sloane Stevens. Uh, she beat Venus Williams on the way to win the U.S. Open and beat the number fifteen person in the world. And she was ranked like the Sloane Stevens was ranked like a number nine hundred or something because Whoa. three months ago she was wearing a boot. Uh, and so the, the picture that I saw was her sitting in a chair on a tennis court with somebody feeding tennis balls to her. And, you know, she was still a professional tennis player, but she couldn't walk. And she was doing what she could sitting in a chair, practicing her strokes. Um, that's all she could do in that season, but she was still a professional tennis player. And that, that, and, and if she had pushed herself, you know, too far in that season, then she probably would have, you know, re-injured her foot or whatever. I don't know what the injury was. And maybe she wouldn't have ended up winning the U.S. Open. But she yep. she flowed with the season with what the doctor ordered. And she was able to come out of that season and, you know, go back to full-on training and eventually win the U.S. Open. And so just as you were sharing and talking about, you know, when you if you have little kids or if you're starting a brand new job with crazy hours and your body isn't quite acclimated to working at night or whatever the situation is, it, you know, if, if we don't learn to kind of acclimate to those seasons and we just force mm-hmm. that rigid thing, then That's sometimes right. we can even do more harm than good. You know, we always want to have the attitude of walking with Jesus throughout our mm-hmm. day. But if we're just, you know, rigid on, I'm going to read, you know, uh, whatever, 10 chapters of the Bible every single day, no matter what, you know, maybe yep. we need to hear God more than follow our plan. 
Yeah, I think that's totally right. Yep. And it gives you, I think once you realize, I think it comes from knowing how loved you are, Mm -hmm. that God loves you, you know, that he wants to spend time with you. And like, we want our children to spend time with us and we don't make a regimented thing out of it. You know, we go with the flow with Mm -hmm. whatever, especially with my adult children. You know, I'm happy when they say, mom, meet me for lunch. And if it's a 15 minute lunch or an hour lunch, I'm just so happy that they wanted to meet with me and let me um, speak into their lives. And God views us that way. And I think once you realize, how loved you are, it sort of changes it from this, you know, regimented thing where you feel like you're, you're maybe letting God down. Um, and and I wrote I wrote about this, um, I, I think, in my second book, The Guide to Daylight. Um, I was talking about uh, getting up in the morning early one day because I had been up with a newborn, and the sun the sun was coming up, and I was watching the sun rise up over Mount St. Helens, and I just started crying out on my deck, and I was like, Lord, I haven't met with you for so long. I feel so distant and so far away, and because of how I grew up, I felt like God must be mad at me, right? Because I'm not in my, I haven't been in my Bible, I haven't been praying. And I just heard the Lord so gently say, Heidi, I love you. I am not distracted by kids playing Legos. I'm not distracted by nursing infant. I just want to talk with you. I just want to spend time with you. I think moms need to really especially let that soak deep, deep down into their heart. Because when you know how loved you are, it takes the legalism and the fear out of it. And it becomes more about the relationship. And it's something, it becomes something that you long for because we long to spend time with people that we love and who we know love us. And so that changed a lot of things for me, just seeing myself that way. That's so good. I mean, that's really, that's the crux of it right there. That's so good. Uh, okay. So you talked about, you know, praying over your plans for the day. How do you plan? Are you a paper person? Do you do that digitally? What does that look like for you? I am such a paper person. I'm a list junkie. I oh, like yeah, to write the, things down. You're the spiral down. notebook girl. <laughs> I am. And I write things down on my list that I've already done just for the sheer satisfaction yes. of checking it off the list. Yes. <laughs> so I like to see, I have, um, I actually have a planner that I'm hoping to get to, uh, to market here pretty soon. Uh, just a plan that I've been doing for years and years. Very simple, but I'm a visual person. I like squares and circles to write in, you know, to write in. I like boundaries on my paper. Um, my husband uses um, his phone. I mean, everything he does is digital. I just need the paper. Um, I don't know why. It's just me. But I, I will write everything down. I do what I call a brain dump. And so I will write that down after I spent time with the Lord. I'll write it, everything that, and I write things down, you know, typically before I go to bed at night, I will check my calendar is digital because I am so busy. So I'll check my calendar before I go to bed, just make sure there's nothing in the morning super early that I have to to be at or be doing. But then after that, after I've done my my um my brain dump, then I will literally just take a couple of minutes and pray over that list. I'll be like, Lord, I just wrote all this stuff down. Show me what absolutely has to get done today. And sometimes it's nothing. Mm. Sometimes the Lord is saying, you know what? You can take a break today. You have all these things you have to do, but you haven't gone to the park for a long time with your kids, or you haven't sat down, just read a book or, you know, or go, go, you know, go exercise or whatever it is that's not on my list. And sometimes the Lord will bring those things to my mind. And I'm always so encouraged when he does that, or there'll be something that I thought was so pressing and God will say, it's not this, it's that. And I'll reorder my list. And so I think that that just hearing from the Lord um, because we all have so many things we want to do. And depending on, you know, our personalities, you know, I tend to be a very driven person. Um, I'm very goal oriented. And sometimes those goals can kind of drive me into the ground. If I don't hear from the Lord for that list, I can become this sort of really unpleasant person <laughs> that nobody in my family likes. <laughs> and so I have to be 
um, I have to be able to hear from the Lord. And I, I know that this, I know that it works because there have been many times that the, I, I had all this pressure and I felt this enormous, um, pressure that wasn't from the Lord. And after I took my list before him, my heart calmed. God doesn't want us living in a constant state of stress. I mean, he said his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And so even when you have a lot of things to do, if it's God who's breathing on it, there is an ability to do it without being this freaked out, stressed out, you know, screaming mother. And so I think, you know, I need, I just have needed to hear from the Lord to prioritize that list. And he's been faithful to help me do it. And sometimes I get it wrong, you know, or sometimes I don't have time and I don't pray over it. And my day goes, my day goes good. And I just say, thank you, Jesus. That was all you, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's, you know, listening, listening for the voice of the Lord. I think that's so good because we can look at our list and just feel like, oh my goodness, Right. That's so much. That's so mm-hmm. overwhelming. And it, it's maybe kind of like if, you know, I was going to try to drive to your house. Granted, that's across the country. But say I was mm-hmm. and I had a paper map and I'm trying to drive and look at my paper map and flip all the pages because you are clear across the country, uh, as opposed to just putting in your address on Siri and then just driving and just following, you know, and, yep. you know, it's kind of like kind of like that. We could have our whole big giant list and feel so overwhelmed by it. But if we just, like you said, bring it before him. He can give us the clarity that we need so that it's still the same trip, but it doesn't feel so stressful along the way because we're following him instead Mm -hmm. of trying to figure it out ourselves. So good. So good. Yeah. So good. Uh, So is there any other aspect of your morning routine that that you like to do? Do you drink coffee? Do you, I don't know, feed the birds? So so fun fact about me, um, and this is everybody everybody who reads the book will get this, but I have had a panic disorder. Um, I have had anxiety since I was in my early 20s and I grew up in an abusive home. And so I do not do caffeine. Caffeine exacerbates my, my um, if I'm prone to having my heart race or prone to being startled easily, caffeine is like not my friend. And trust me, Kat, you do not want to see me on caffeine. <laughs> not, it is not pretty. But I do love coffee. And I re- what I really love is drinking coffee with my husband in the morning. And so he, Jay will bring me, he usually bring me a cup of decaf. Um, but I am a lemon water girl. So the first thing I do in the morning is I always have fresh lemon water in my refrigerator and I get a huge quart of cold lemon water. And that is how, that's usually the first thing I do. Um, and, and that, after that, it's just, then I can have, you know, kind of, you know, Jay over me a cup of coffee or whatever. And it really, it's kind of this thing we do for our marriage. (laughs) I just, for whatever reason, even though I, like he loves the caffeine, I can't have it. I just love that he loves to make me a cup of coffee. It makes me like a hundred different kinds of happy. I would drink the coffee even if I didn't like it just (laughs) because he made it. So, um, but I'm kind of a lemon water girl and I, I actually moved, uh, to my room. I moved a water cooler and I put a little microwave in my room and a little, um, um, like a college size refrigerator so that I can be completely self-contained up here. <laughs> I love it. That's what I, I, I office out of my closet. It's like half closet, half actual office. And yeah. I have a little Keurig in here and little snacks so that if I don't need to, if I, if I, if I don't want to leave, I don't have to have everything that I need. Isn't it great? Oh, I know it's great. Yeah, it's totally great. I, mean, I told Jay on the days that I've had a really hard day, I'm like, you know what? I actually don't even need to leave my room. I could be up for three days and be totally fine. <laughs> I love that. Well, your morning routine really encompasses everything that Hello Mornings talks about, spending time with the Lord, planning your day and submitting it before Him, and then making those healthy choices so that you have the energy to go about your day because the body's like, what, I think it's like 60% 
water. So yeah. that routine right there is so crucial. And you get the bonus of you don't drink caffeine. That's probably a smart thing to do. Um, I'm not going to. Not because I wouldn't like to, but because me. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your book and where people can find you online. Yeah. So I, um, I just finished my, I think this is my fourth book, but my first one with a major publisher. So this one's coming out with Tyndale and it's called Becoming Mom Strong: How to Fight with All This in You for Your Family and Your Faith. And it's really just my encouragement, um, having been a mother for 26 years to come alongside moms and say, what you're doing matters. What you're doing is generational in nature. And I think the culture has really stolen the narrative of motherhood and told us that it's just a stopover on the highway of life. But the Bible teaches us that, that what we're doing is generational generational in nature. And so I'm really, this is sort of my battle cry for moms, right? I'm just saying, hey, get off the bench, get onto the battlefield. No truth. And we can't give our kids what we don't have. And so I'm trying to train women uh, to know the importance. I actually talk a lot about mornings in there because I think mornings, we ever, we get a fresh start every day. We get an opportunity to, to be in the word and to ask the Lord for his direction and wisdom. And so it's really my sort of battle cry for women in how to, um, what does it mean to train up a generation of children? who are strong in the Lord and who know that truth is found in the word. Because the, the culture is telling our children right now that there's no such thing as truth, that truth is subjective, that your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth. But God says that he is the author of truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And so it's a lot of just training mothers and encouraging them. Lots of funny stories in there because, hello, I've been, you know, I've been mothering for a long time. Um, but also just my heart for these moms to say, hey, your children are worth it. They're worth fighting for. And since we can't give our kids what we don't have, it's a call to moms back to the authority of the Word of God and back to a place of biblical parenting. So I hope it's just in, um, an encouragement and uh, and it brings women um to the source of truth, which really is, is the word of God. So we're starting monstrong groups all over the country. They're actually, they're all over the world. They're in the Netherlands and England and um, those, yeah, those start in October. And so we have monstrong group leaders. It's really neat what the Lord is doing. So I'm, I'm excited about it. It comes, um, it also has a six week Bible study companion um, and a journal too. So yeah, it's just, it's my kind of my heart um, in a book. So really excited about it. Where can people get it? So they can find it at um, HeidiStJohn.com or wherever books are sold. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, pretty much everywhere. Um, it releases officially on September the 19th. So that's the date. So for those of you listening, whether you're a mom or not, you know moms, you probably have one. There are probably people at work or at school or wherever that um, can be blessed by and encouraged by this book. So I, I encourage you to to check out what Heidi has, especially check out that um, the the scripture writing thing. I, that has just been probably, I would say, the most influential part of my morning time. Just maybe that just might be my personality, but just to get me focused and get me started in the word is just writing down scripture. So she's made mm-hmm. a great resource for that. Definitely go check that out at HeidiStJohn.com, correct? Yep, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. Awesome. And then be sure to go check out her book. Holidays are coming up. Great gift. If you're headed to any baby showers, great gift. Go check that out. Heidi, thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, Kat, thanks. It's been a joy. Now, I hope you take advantage of that scripture writing resource because that is truly one of my favorite things. And the way that I start out most mornings is writing out scripture. 
I do have another kind of fun announcement for you. Uh, We're currently giving away the first chapter of our new book, Hello Mornings, that's going to be released in stores nationwide on December the 5th. We're giving away the first chapter for free. So you can just go to hellomornings.org forward slash book and you can get the first chapter. And I'm going to give you this little double dog dare. I dare you to read that first chapter without crying or laughing. All the feedback that we've gotten is that everybody's like, oh my goodness, you didn't warn me. I shouldn't have put mascara on, or I I wish I'd had tissues, or I didn't realize I was going to cry and laugh in the same chapter. So I'm really, really proud of this book. And that first chapter just encapsulates so much of what the heart is behind the book. And I hope you'll go grab that free chapter. Just go to hellamornings.org forward slash book. All right, that's it for this week's episode of the Hello Mornings podcast. And I hope you'll join us Next time, we have some amazing episodes coming up, y'all. We have people like Katie Davis, who wrote the amazing book, Kisses from Katie, about her journey as a teenager to Uganda and the process of adopting 13 children and starting an incredible ministry. She's going to talk about her morning routine. We have an interview coming up with Jess Connolly, the author of the new book, Dance, Stand, Run, and um, so many, so many great people. We're going to be talking about everything from fitness to um, morning time with the Lord, to planning, all kinds of great stuff coming up. So be sure to check back with us for the next episode of the Hell Mornings podcast. My name is Kat Lee, and I hope we'll see you next week. It's early in the morning, the house is quiet, but I've set aside this time for you. I bow before the throne of a noble king And in this place my heart begins to sing It's gonna be a good day A good day filled with his grace His grace and sweet new mercies May my thoughts obey Jesus to walk in This song is called God Day by Jen Stanbro. You can get your copy at iTunes, Amazon, or jenstanbro.com.